Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Presented by AfterBuzz TV and hosted by Hall of Fame superstar Sean X-Pac Waltman, this is X-Pac 12360. And now your host, WWE Hall of Fame superstar Sean X-Pac Waltman. All right, welcome to X-Pac 12360, everyone. Woo! Back again. Not a great weekend. All about you two. <laughs> I can tell already that you yeah, had a really fun weekend. It was great, and I didn't. And like the whole time, I didn't look at fucking Twitter I, at, at all once. It was amazing. <laughs> exactly. It was amazing. And then I get on the plane. I come home, and I get off the plane. And it's, as soon as we land, you know, I look at Twitter, and it's just like boom, back to reality. Back a bunch down. of fucking assholes. Yeah, I mean, not everyone on Twitter, obviously. No, but God, yeah, but a, a decent amount. You know, like all the, uh, you know, just everyone up in wrestling Twitter. This person's a piece of shit. That person, <laughs> this, you know, uh, Brandy Rhodes misspoke. This person did that. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Well, at least you had a nice couple of days of oh, staying so away yeah, tell from us about, that. Yeah. yeah, tell us about New Hampshire, about Triple H's fiftieth birthday. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so it was a, you know, it was a, uh, okay, yeah, it was his 50th birthday, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was kind of, uh, I mean, it was a real intimate affair, but there was no more, I don't know, there was, there might have been over 50, but not much, Okay, as far as how many people were there, mm-hmm. and it was like, it was like Paul said, it's like only people, at, you know. Right, I actually, like, it could have been a whole, yeah. whole lot bigger, but yeah, and then, you know, actually, like, and actually, a lot of people, I think, got their feelings hurt. Oh, for yeah, not being invited, yeah, but you know, I yeah. Mean, um, so what did you guys do? Oh fuck, I forgot my. There, I had the the itinerary. I should have brought the uh, itinerary because there was a whole itinerary, like, yeah, that had everything laid out. Um, so I got there before anyone. Like mm. the, only, the only person that got there around the same time as me, because I flew in the night before, you know, having to come, you know, from out here in L.A. I took a red eye and I got in about eight o'clock. Boy, I'm really going into the details here, aren't I? <laughs> we want to know the details. So we're going to live vicariously through you yeah, right now. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I get there and you know Scott was already coming in later, so I'm like, eh, I'll just fucking get there myself and. So, but my license is expired, and I'm waiting to get that taken care of. So I couldn't rent a car, so I took an Uber two and a half hours. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm assuming that was pricey. It wasn't cheap, but you know, it was fine. Whatever. Yeah, you did yeah you it do. was well worth it. And uh, went to this beautiful town uh, in New Hampshire with amazing like it's uh, it's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. Mm. And I'm not going to. Actually, give the name in the town. Okay. Because so, I don't want people, like, showing up to the town and, like, you know. I'm glad you even said that because I was about to. 
Wow, what a fucking, just, what an amazing, like, there was this, it was kind of like a boutique hotel, like, old, you could tell it was really, like, old, you know, from maybe the, even the 1800s, and been updated a little bit, and mm. it was right on the lake, and there might have been 10, 40 rooms total there, and it, you know, it wasn't cheap to stay there. Yeah, totally. Um, so, uh. Jeez, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Just totally distract the fuck out of me. And, and, and tell me, oh, don't worry about me. When I'm... <laughs> so the 40 rooms. <laughs> oh, yeah, where mm. was I after I was completely, totally distracted there? The 40 rooms, they were nice. Yeah. Mm. Um, beautiful. And, you know, uh, I got there early, so like they weren't ready for me. And so I didn't get a room with the balcony. Oh, damn. But a beautiful view, but, like, Scott was right underneath me, and he had a balcony. Okay. So that was where I had to go to do the things that he and I do. Sure. So, uh, uh, anyways, so the first, like, the only other person that got there at the same time as me was uh, Adam Jones. I don't know if you know who that is. From but, Tool? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. One of the greatest guitar players ever. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Adam was there. Uh, he and I. You know, we caught up, talked a little bit. Nice. This girlfriend was there. This is a wife. Oh, fuck, I hope she's not watching. <laughs> Did you and Scott get more of that time on the balcony? Like after, no, we had, yeah, it was great. After um, our reunion? There was, uh, oh, that? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, more of that, yeah. yeah. But, um, okay, yeah, so where the fuck was I? Um, you got to your room. You didn't have a balcony. Yeah, and so mm. I was by myself, and so I walked around the area and, like, went and you know, I don't know if you saw, like, I posted, I'm about ready to fuck up this lobster Oh, roll. I did see that. <laughs> yeah. How was it? Was it good? It was great. Yeah, it was uh-huh. so good. But they had another one. Like, they had a, f- a, a full, like, pound. You could order a, a pound, like, a one-pound lobster roll. Oh, my like God. 40, 50 bucks. <laughs> I just didn't have enough room in my gut. For right. It. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. Um, so I walked around mm. and... and uh, Oh, excuse me. That was for the asshole on my fucking YouTube comments that called me a junkie. And I don't read them very much, but, you know, I complain about ripping. That was for you. Go fuck yourself, dickhead. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, um, yeah, where was I? You were eating the lobster. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but so, uh, and I, I have a pair of shorts. I have one pair of ugly ass shorts with me that I've had for like two years that I've that fucking barely. They only started fitting me again when I put some weight back on. But uh, so I went to look for some shorts, you know, in the gift shop. And, you know, they had some like really ugly ass shorts that were like $100. And I'm like, oh, can see they, this town for the fucking poor, uh, poor people to come vacation at. That's for sure. So not only are like a hundred bucks, but they're ugly as fuck too. Of course, above the knee, like four inches above the knee. You know those kind of shorts. Oh yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'll just stick with my ugly ass shorts. <laughs> I was about to say, if you, I thought you were gonna yeah. actually buy the shorts. No way. <laughs> you know, like I, you know, like I'm too cheap. But I was just like, they gotta be nice. Sure. Like, I mean, they gotta be decent shorts. So I'm gonna pay that much. Yeah. So yeah, fascinating story there about the shorts. <laughs> Let's get into like the the concerts. Uh, like so um, you know, by about eight. Eight o'clock, uh, Kevin Scott arrived, and uh, and then we had dinner mm-hmm. uh, downstairs, and uh, um, it was nice. It was real nice. Sean came down. Sean Michaels, there you go. the heartbreak kid. 
<laughs> awesome. But I call him Sean. Right, of course. You know. Um, <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> Boy, I'm being really stupid today, <laughs> folks. And I'm enjoying it. Bear with me. But now the, the stage set is set up. You were showing us the... I'm not even close to being there yet. <laughs> Just hold your horses, Ty. Fuck. You're like, I'm ready for the party. Right, yeah. Get to it. Anyways, okay. okay. So whatever, but like, people start showing up. Matt Bloom came. and awesome. You know, um, uh, oh, there's a lot of people there. Uh, I'll get to who all came in a second because the next morning at uh, 11, they started... Sh- um, they so this is a place like where you know Hunter has a home on the lake, Hunter and stuff, and you know they they come there once in a while. It's not their main place, but mm. oh, it's fucking beautiful. Oh my god, awesome! Uh, so they everyone got uh, shuttled over from the hotel to to his place, uh, and we just hung out there for the first part of the day till like four or five o'clock. Uh, tons of jet skis, boats. Um, um, the go karts. Um, there was like you know that the uh, it's a really big thing now. Is like throwing axes. Oh sure, you know at the bull at the targets. Mm-hmm. So they had that set up. You know, of course Vince was fucking <laughs> Vince Cab. They're all over there. You said Vince was up. looking pretty jacked. Oh yeah, yeah Vince was jacked <laughs> when he showed up. Fuck yeah! Oh my god, throwing he axes. looked incredible. <laughs> Whew. Walking around like you know, all bowed up and shit, like <laughs> making sure everybody's. I mean, fucking tricep. Oh, anyways, whatever. <laughs> he definitely had cool shorts. Then is what you're trying to say. No, he didn't. But he looked. Yeah, he was just. Jet, no, definitely nothing cool by anything he was wearing. He just looked really good. <laughs> He's just jacked up. Yeah. So, um, I. Anyways, yeah. So they had, um, uh, man. They must. Anyways, they had a ton of lobster meat there. It was just like if you like lobster, Mm -hmm. and I do, you're in fucking heaven. I I mean, it was just I couldn't. They must have bought up every fucking ounce of lobster meat in in the whole state of New Hampshire. Um, yeah, it was just it was so great. Uh, Um, Ric Flair was there. Mm -hmm. Um, so like later on. Hey, so put a few of the pictures up. Um, uh, well, that's uh, that's Batista. You know, Batista showed up, um, looking fucking photobombing in the background. <laughs> Kev, I hadn't seen I hadn't seen Dave in a while. Like, sure. especially I had a chance to tell him how much I enjoy Hotel Artemis. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about that? No, I don't think we don't. Yeah, well, what I, a great I, show. What not a great not movie since that I was on. Huh? Anyways, um, yeah, it was great seeing Dave. So Dave tells me he's going and. He's going, do you remember the first time we met? And that's something I always ask people, you know, because I usually do. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's going, you remember what you said to me? And I'm, like, waiting for, like, some profound thing I told him that fucking inspired him to do. And he goes, you looked at me and said, you're not a narc, are you? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck out of here? Did I really? I mean, why did I say that, Dave? <laughs> I thought he was joking at her. Right? <laughs> he was laughing, but. I can't imagine why the fuck I would have asked him that. Did he remind you what he him. said in response I to your question? I, I don't remember that, but obviously it happened because sure. it stuck in his mind, and I was obviously just fucking with him. <laughs> Especially like at the time, he's like three forty or three fifty, right? Just That's what I was gonna ask. Like around what time did you first meet him? 
OBW. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, when he was in OBW. Mm-hmm. He would come, we would show up to Louisville or do TVs in that area, and he'd be there. Right. But, um, God, yeah, Dave. So, yeah, and oh, that's the wrong picture. Like, that's... Is that Anyways, from later in the night? Okay. Yeah, like, okay, here's a picture of us. We were, you know, on the boat we were talking about. Um, and so it was just, it was great. Looks really nice, really blue, yeah. really breezy. Yeah. Uh, the people at home that are... That aren't watching this. That are listening. Going, what the right. fuck? It's great audio. <laughs> yeah. Um, look at how Jack Kevin right? Seriously. Yeah. And how great Sean All looks. Y'all, yeah. And then there's Scott and I. <laughs> 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 uh, I used to I used to be ripped like up until uh, WrestleMania. Like, oh, after yeah. Mania, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to get what I want. <laughs> so, sure. Um, that looks awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, okay, so. Oh, that's a picture of... Uh, that's a picture of uh, Ray Wyatt and his beautiful baby and uh, Braun Strowman. Awesome. I, that was from the Raw reunion. I love that. Somebody posted that already. So That's great. Uh, but uh, anyways, so um, later uh, after, you know, the day at the lake, we went back to the hotel for a few hours and got ready for the festivities in the evening. And then we went to their farmhouse, which was like, you know, like just, you know, I don't know. On the same property. And, mm. Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Quit fucking calling me and texting me. Um, anyways. The farmhouse? Yeah, the farmhouse. Mm. So that so they had the barn set up, and they had this big, like, temporary structure set up next to the barn. I'm going, what the fuck? And then Paul, Paul told me, oh, there's something in the barn I'm not supposed to see, right? So um, they had, you know, all the... Tables lined up, and the, at, at our table was myself, Scott, Kev, Sean, uh, the nature boy Ric Flair, and awesome. his lovely wife Wendy. Um, it was a nice that table to be table, at. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely the coolest table. <laughs> um, and uh, and so they had a band there, and you know, I kind of heard there was going to be a special guest, and um. And I'm like, you know, I didn't recognize this band. I'm like, is that some? Are they? Did I just not know who <laughs> right. the fuck they are? And they were good, but it wasn't. That wasn't the surprise. Mm-hmm. So after the band played, you know, we went outside and steps like, hey, look over here, off into the to the tree line, and like, I don't know, it was like a quarter of a mile away up on the other side of the trees. All of a sudden, man, it looked like there was an invasion of fucking UFOs coming up out of the tree line. Hundreds of drones. In the mid- it's at night, right? Ah. So they all light up just uh, slowly, uh, raise above the tree, and then the music starts. And, like, all these cool, all this cool shit happened. And then, like, the DX music plays, and there's this big DX thing in the sky with... You know, drones Holy and shit. It, it was amazing. Like if you look up, if you go on YouTube and look up drone light show, you'll see something similar to it. Mm. You know, um, it was absolutely. And there were cars stopping on the side of the road, freaking out like there must have been fucking. We're finally being, you know, first contact, <laughs> folks. Well, with all the talk of Area Fifty One yeah. right now, I'm not surprised that was the first <laughs> thing on people's mind. But that all. is so cool. Was that the surprise that? They were saying no. Was that or... was just one oh, of them. Oh wow! So then we went back inside and sat down, and uh, you know there was a few things said. You know, everyone, you know, exchanging pleasantries and all that. And Paul said a few words, and um, then 
Um, excuse me. That's another one for you. Another one. Two. We should, start a counter. Two. we should start a counter. Yeah. Right two. Screen. Um, <laughs> so, and then Steph goes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please help, help us welcome, you know, one half of the founders of Creedence Clearwater Revival. And I'm thinking, Oh, we get the other guys like like, and he goes John. She goes John Fogarty, and I shit. I couldn't even fucking believe it. Everyone did. Holy shit! Look, John Fogarty is a, is a legend among legends. Mm-hmm. Every fucking song he did, and he played an hour like hour and a half easy in every song. Everyone knew the words too, um, and like a couple songs in. Uh, he brought out Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, and they did, you know, uh, Fandango, and like, um, um, you know, Sharp Dressed Man, Sharp. and then, you know, Bill, Billy, um, he flew in from Spain just for the party, and then flew back out to Spain. Oh, my same God. Night. Yeah. And, uh, and it was just a legendary fucking evening. It was amazing. And, uh, and, uh, and just... There was a little after party after that. Anyway, so yeah. This stage setup was pretty cool. I know yeah. they have Triple H's logo on the top. Isn't yeah. that correct? Up on the top. Yeah. I don't know if you can kind of see it on the photo, but I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't know why the pictures look so dark. They don't, like, they weren't that dark when I sent them. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, yeah, and there was a picture of, I guess, that was just up there of, like, Hunter and Sean and John Fogarty and me. And Anyway. Awesome. Yeah, and Kev. Uh, God damn, wow, what man! Party. What God. dinner yeah. was served for when you guys sat down for the dinner? What I had swordfish because I, I was just had too many. I had too much red meat lately. <laughs> right. So yeah, I had swordfish. I had you know prime rib, prime rib sir, uh, swordfish. I had different thing, chicken. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. And uh, and then we got these. We got these lovely parting gift bags. A bunch of shit in there. Like, Let's, you should do an unboxing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, a little water bottle. Awesome. Wow. Uh, anyways, yeah, wow. So, yeah, it was fun. Cool, and, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I can't thank, um, I can't thank Steph and, uh, and Hunter enough for, you know, having us out there. It was, you know, it was Paul's birthday, but it felt like it was our fucking birthdays. <laughs> Seriously. It was just, it was like one of the greatest weekends I've ever had. What was your favorite part? Um, wow. Besides John Fogarty? Right. <laughs> Shit. I don't know. I just, my favorite part was just everybody in an environment where we could just, you know, just breathe. Right. And Vince was there, Linda, like... You know, I'm like during that John Fogarty's playing. I'm da- Linda and I are dancing. And, like it was crazy, right? Like, buddy's just you know letting loose, and and uh, and Vince is out there cutting a rug with Steph, and it was great. <laughs> Fucking Vince, Vince has some moves. Like go back, go back and watch. Um, do you remember the remember when they had the first wrestle album? Well, you guys weren't alive then. The wrestling album. Oh, I, I do remember. Remember, I remember when they had the that. big, like, kind of like a slammy? I don't know if they called it the slammies back then. But anyways, Vince came they out. And, you know, he back. did. If you only knew what I'm going to do to you. You ever hear that song yeah. when he did it? Mm. Did you see when he performed it? And he's remember, dancing. Like, I Vince has the moves, everybody. Seeing him do stand back, for yeah. sure. So, uh, 
Oh, no, you, if you only knew was the one everyone did. Yes, yes. Vince's song was Stand Back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, so I guess the main thing was just everyone, yeah, just spending time together. Good, man. Oh, my God. Can I just please turn this fucking phone all the way on? <laughs> Well, honestly, it sounds like a lot of fun. And, like, just from the pictures that I've seen, I'm just like, dang, like, they, you know, they really went all out, right. really put this thing together, Here's and it of, looks really cool. Some of Vince's Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We're watching the stream. Hey, and that's no joke. Like, I mean, <laughs> so that's he was on that on. fucking dance floor. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <sighs> Anyways. Hey, did I already say who the guest was going to be? Uh, yeah. I didn't know, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get a little bit. We're going to uh, be joined in studio uh, by a boy and his dinosaur. So excited. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be here in a few minutes. Cool. So right. that was why my phone was going off. There we go. Uh, you want, like, so they're not here yet. You want to talk okay, about so some of the Okay, so let's go shit? ahead and then talk about the news, some of the news we have. We don't have yeah. that much, but let's go ahead and talk about some light, some lighthearted news, I guess you can say. WWE Studios and Netflix are teaming up for the Big Show Show. It starts in LA on August 9th, is I believe the date that they start shooting. Essentially, it's a multi cam comedy series, 10 half hour episodes, and it's Scripted. essentially a comedy. Ellen knows comedy. Well, from what I understood, it's kind of like a like a like it's maybe scripted. It sounds like it could be. If it's a comedy series, I don't know how it can be. Because it's with his wife scripted. and his two daughters. So I kind of at first it sounded to me like it was like a reality thing, but yeah, That's what you're it right. sounds like. I think it sounds like it could be like a reality show. Just kind of like there's a loose framework of the stuff that they get into or whatever, mm-hmm. and they just kind of roll. So I think it's scripted. I'm looking here, and there are showrunners attached. It's a multi-cam yeah. production. So nice. It's pretty interesting to kind of see this this step that's being taken. So there's so much like there's so much more to Paul White, aka Big Show, than being a giant, right? And, you know all of that. I mean, I don't know if you all have ever seen any of his appearances since day one. When he appeared, like, on talk shows like Letterman or Leno or any of that stuff, he fucking owned it. Right. When he was out there. His personality and just his charisma and his, his, you know, his sense of humor. Yeah. You know, his comedic timing. Like, just... um, it makes total sense. Good yeah. for him. Good and for you, like, Paul. Even, even when he was the giant, you know, having roles in movies like Jingle All the Way and The Waterboy, things like that, like, people knew early on just how charismatic he was. He was, um, he was Big Show when he was in Waterboy. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was, yeah, it was Jingle yeah. All the Way, yeah, 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 that I'm thinking of. Uh, but yeah, that's that's why he's had such longevity at this point, you know, and the mm. fact that he's he's able to do whatever with whatever's given to him yeah. and make it entertaining. Yeah. So that'll be good. That'll be exciting. It's pretty cool. It sounds to me like they're going to be doing a couple more stuff with Netflix because one of the other things that was announced was that they're going to be making a family movie in 2020 called The Main Event. That's all the information I have so far on that, but it okay. seems like we might start seeing more stuff on Netflix, and I think that's pretty cool. Hey, top streaming service out there, sure. right? So, uh, I was just looking at Twitter on the way here, and I saw that uh, Joe Manganiello, Vince Vaughn, Big Show, and, like, some other famous people you've heard of are fucking having a game of Dungeons & Dragons. I guess Joe Manganiello was the Dungeon Master. Awesome. So, that was going on. I don't know what that was for, but... 
It looked like fun. Yeah, I'd watch that for sure. Yeah. All right, let's go into some of the raw highlights then. Let's talk about some of the main things that happened. So, uh, Ricochet is now going to be facing AJ Styles for the U.S. title at SummerSlam. This all started with a gauntlet match. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Cesaro, who then went on to meet to defeat Sami Zayn. And then it was Andrade versus Rey, but Andrade won that. And then it was Ricochet versus Andrade, and then Ricochet ended up beating Andrade for this spot. It was a nice, nice consecutive few matches. It was really nicely done, and there was a, they got a lot done. In that. Absolutely. Right? I mean, Cesaro is, is so phenomenal just in general, but when you put him in there with the the best high flyer of all time and he's able to base him and all that, all but throw him also around. we got to uh we got to plant a seed for uh Andrade and Ray. Yes, for exactly. A possible hair versus mask match that Absolutely. I read about. Um and you know and uh and also, we got to build Ray back up after looking not so great. Uh, a couple weeks ago. Over the open challenge. Sure. Uh, debacle. Right. But it was debacle. good. I mean, this, this whole thing was, what, about a half hour's worth of, mm-hmm. of just awesome, yeah. strong wrestling. Going I would the be curious to see what the ratings are for that segment. Absolutely, yeah. The the word going around is that this is this is kind of the the most heavily I guess Heyman influenced mm-hmm. Raw uh, of this yeah. sort of new era, and I, I think you can tell for sure. Okay. You can definitely tell simply by the guys that you're seeing or the talent that you're seeing highlighted on the show. Uh, moving on from that, we had Maria Canellas, who is now the first uh, pregnant woman to be the 24 seven champion. That was another thing that mm-hmm. occurred. Essentially, Mike Canellas won it when they all did the pile up, and and in the end, he came out like running, and so he was the winner yeah. of that but then afterwards backstage in the locker room she went in and was like oh this is for our baby and she puts her her heel on him brings the referee he he has to lay down for her and she gets the pin then she comes out and mocks all the talent because none of the talent wants to attack a pregnant woman obviously so she's now the champion so uh yeah you know i've made my feelings known about this and i think you know uh Maybe I'm just one of the people that's fallen for it. Like I mean, I hate this, and uh, and um, and I think maybe that's that's what they're trying. Like I'm, I'm, it's working on me too. Right, right. We're I don't like it. it. Yeah, but um, and and I don't know. Like to what end? There. I mean, it's okay. It's providing you know some. It's not even putting the asses in seats, but it's. I'm I'm hoping you know it's something that you know looking for the silver lining. I'm hoping that it's at least getting people to maybe tune into 205 Live, see what Mike's doing over there. He's doing really good good stuff on Tuesday nights. Yeah, I just hate seeing him get fucking neutered every goddamn. Yeah, I'm not crazy about this either. You know, Uh, and maybe that's just because I'm a dude, and you know, you know, I don't like to whatever. Right. I wonder how long she's going to last with the belt because how do you take off the belt, you know, off of her right now? Because obviously no one's going to go and attack her, you know, so they've got to come up with a creative way uh, to do so, you know? Yeah. Uh, One of the other things that happened is we have new Raw Tag Team Champions, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are now champions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good. That's a good move. Yeah, absolutely. They deserve it. And it's the least they can do after uh, those guys getting... Buried my ass the week before. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we can keep they can keep building the the tag division out and because um, God knows there's there's enough good teams that need to be you know spotlighted and focused on. So yeah. hopefully, yeah, this is a step in the right direction. Right call, right time as well. Yeah. 
All right, and then one of the other things that happened, we had Brock Lesnar severely attack Seth Rollins where it was in the ring, and then it even went backstage where he was taken out of the ambulance, he was attacked. So what's the deal? I don't like. I mean, it was good stuff. Don't sure. get me wrong, but I'm wondering what the motivation is here. Like, I, he already can't. Like, what's he? I mean, what's he? He don't even. He don't have anything to cash in anymore. Well, I feel to me, he's the champ. To me, on a on sort of a meta level, I feel like the motivation is just making Seth, especially lately, since it seems like he's kind of been losing some of the goodwill that he had. Maybe making him more sympathetic. That was what I thought. Yeah. When I see that, I'm like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. Right. You know, like a little sympathy, a little extra sympathy. Yeah. Maybe like. And this is also just the best way to use Brock. Brock is in his element when he's just a sheer force of nature, just destroying shit. And so this is what people are going to tune into. For me, it was a little hard first to get into the back into the storyline with Brock and Seth, simply because we had already seen them go at it at WrestleMania, you know, and that was kind of like, you know, sometimes it's kind of like the wrap it up. Okay, this happened. Now we're going to move on to, you know, new opponents, et cetera, et cetera. And um, so it kind of took a while to sort of for me to get like back into it. But sort of the things that have been happening the past few weeks made me kind of like, okay, like I see what's happening here. You're getting my interest back again. At least he did a good job. I mean, he fucked him up. Exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> God, the F5 onto the gurney was It was when he threw looking. him into the, the, the post on right. the outside. And just like, just fucking, Jesus. like a big old pile, like a big sack of shit. <laughs> and then the momentum, I guess you can say, of that sort of continued on for the ending of the show with the brawl that started off with, with Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns and then turned on to a full-out bra- uh, brawl closing out Raw. Yeah, yeah, and and we got that giant leap from Cedric Alexander off the uh, off the set. Good lord! Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that this is that we continue seeing Cedric kind of like put on this level. I like seeing the mixture of these of you know the guys that were on two hundred five yeah. live mixing them up with hey, the heavyweights. Hey, so um, he, as long as he don't drop the ball, it's it's it'll be a lot easier, um, you know, for for them to take a chance on. Others. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like when I came in as one, two, three kid. Uh, had I have dropped the ball on that, uh, would, who knows? Next time they would have taken a chance on some little skinny fucker. It's true, right? Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. What else? Anything? That's pretty much it for our news segment. Um, do you want to go into our break now and then come yeah, back with our it. guest? Let's do it. We'll be right back with Luchasaurus and the Jungle Boy. Welcome back, everybody. Joining us in studio right now. Uh, they're making, they're getting a lot of buzz right now, uh, deservedly so. And um, you know they were on, they've been seen on AEW, and uh, it's a boy and his dinosaur, Jack Perry and Luchasaurus. Make some noise! Woo! Thank you. Hey, what's what a up? pop! Huge pop! Hey, thank you guys. What's going thank on, you, man? man. Um, and I, I, Jack, I, I've met you a few times. Yeah. Just uh, like so everyone knows, I remember. Um, uh, you, when I met you, you hadn't really had any matches yet, right? You were kind of just yeah, uh, would, championship wrestling from Hollywood. A, and, a little bit, yeah. I uh, I hadn't wrestled there, yeah. and I was hoping to. Um, yeah, I remember that meeting you in that Yeah, there lot. was some, like, I remember you telling me, like, there was some issue with your shoulder. Yeah, and, I'd, uh, I'd sprained my AC joint, and it's funny because I actually just did that to the other one. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I was I was wanting to get on TV there, and I was setting up the ring and all that. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was a bummer because it took a couple months uh, with the shoulder and everything. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, you know, at that point, you got a bunch of different people in your ear. Yeah, like, oh, you should be doing this. You should yeah. be doing that. And, uh, but uh, 
Um, but I've known you um, a long time. Yeah, for for a minute or two. Yeah, and uh, and but I didn't realize that you guys had a history like a lot way before people realized. Right? Yeah, yeah. We were um, we started training at the same time out here in Los Angeles about ten years ago, right? Was, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I was in. Wait a minute, how old are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm 22 now. I was about 10 or 11 when yeah. we started. Yeah, I was a little older than that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, we started training at the same time, and it's kind of cool that we, you know, we've always kind of found our way back to train together. When I went to took a couple years off and did like reality TV and yeah. came back to Lucha, I was training again. We found each other training yeah. in the same place again. So it's 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 always kind of yeah. we've always met back, and it's finally cool that we've been able to put it together. Nice. Did right. you guys always have that instant chemistry together, or no. was it sort of found once you guys started teaming together at AEW? Um, well, actually, we the first time we ever teamed together was what bar wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah, for Joey Ryan. Uh, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we kind of. Uh, I've known him forever, and um, we would, you know, we would cross paths here and there. But it was never something that I really thought about. Yeah, um, and you know, he wasn't always Luchasaurus, really, and then. It kind of was it Joey's idea? What was I think it? it was pretty much. I think it was Joey's idea. Yeah, I yeah. Think he thought I, I really want to book you guys together. I think that would be funny. I think he called it a boy in his dinosaur. Yeah, and I, I thought it was cool, but I didn't. I didn't think it was as cool yeah. as it turned out being. Yeah, and, uh, I remember someone tweeting like, "Can we, can we please have you ride to the ring on Luchasaurus's shoulders?" And mm-hmm. I was like, "Sure, you know what?" And the first time we did that, people went nuts. Yeah. And, uh, it Before was like, we even wrestle or do anything, people go nuts off that, which yeah. is, is so cool. It was when I came out to the ring with him on my show, I was looking around, and people were just like so happy watching this. I'm like, this is really interesting that they're getting such a, a good re- good feeling out yeah, of good, yeah, the good seeing feel stuff, yeah. yeah, so it's cool right yeah. away. And like, okay, and so we've talked about this, and I'm gonna, just going to yeah. put out the, uh, there's And it's not like... It's not like you're the new Kane and X Pac, but <laughs> there are because you're not. You're fucking yeah. boy is dinosaur. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. But I kind of felt I, I, when I saw it, I kind of felt a lot of a, a lot of similar feelings. Yeah. You know. And I was studying that when I when we started teaming right away. I was like, let me look at yeah. some of those matches because uh, that's kind of the that's the psychology of the team. Yeah. Really, it's it's the the big guy who's kind of like the misunderstood monster. Teaming with the guy who's well, actually, he's got a different thing because he's the jungle sure. boy. He's the only one that understands me, I guess, because he's from the jungle. Uh-huh. He, he kind of found me in the jungle, something <laughs> like that. But it's the same kind of dynamic. Yeah, and it and it worked then, and it's you know it's working now on a different level. Yeah, sure. I was I was going to ask about that because you don't usually see a lot of teams with with such kind of a size discrepancy. Yeah. Was it difficult, sort of, you know, coming up with with double team offense or, or things like that? I think it's been pretty easy. For yeah, me. I like it. It lets us kind of do. Uh, I mean, he can do more of the power stuff, obviously, but it, it kind of gives us interesting stuff to do that I feel like a lot of teams aren't doing. Yeah, and also, you know, we both, you know, can do like flip things as well. So, yeah, like, yeah. there's a lot of ground we haven't even covered with some double teams, but it's like we'll shoot ideas back and forth, and it's yeah. like, oh, what about this? What about this? And it's like we feel like we can pretty much do things that no one has ever done before yeah. uh, because of that size difference and because of our range of ability. Yeah. Hey, so when I team with Kane, obviously, yeah. I took the heat every night. Yeah. Shit, you know? So that's the same for you? Yeah. So far. I mean, so yeah. far. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, he wants to get out of that. <laughs> well, we have Marcus done now, though. So yeah. Do, do. Oh, yeah? That's right. We got a smaller guy. Yeah. Oh, Jack, get some hot tags in there. Yeah. Hey, so how does it work when, uh, as far as promos go? 
Well, as of right now, Jungle Boy, I haven't taught him yet to speak properly. I'm still, mm. We're still doing the lectures, you know, I'm working on it. But in the meantime, I do the talking. Super intelligent dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I do the talking, and he kind of just, you know, mimes it and mm-hmm. repeats after me. Yeah. Or if he disagrees, he'll tell me. Mm. Yeah. And I understand some of his jungle talks. He'll whisper in my ear some things that, you know, people won't understand. Hey, so this is kind of like a little bit out there, but it's something that reminds me of you guys. Do you remember, like, back in the day, I don't know how old you were, but, like, when I was a kid, there was this thing called Sid Marty Croft Superstars. They had, like, uh, fucking uh, H.R. Puff and stuff, Land of the Lost, <laughs> things like that. And they had one called Bigfoot and Wild Boy. Oh. And, yeah, and it reminds me of you guys a lot. I have to look into that. Yeah. 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 T-shirt. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And that's the, the, the vibe that I got, especially There's with... There's Bigfoot and Wild Boy right there. Let me see. Let me pull it up. Uh, pull it up, Jeff. Oh, he's like a Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, yeah, with being called a boy in this dinosaur, it, it gave me vibes of, like, like an 80s like Spielberg movie, like an E.T. or something like well, that. Well, that would be our names if we went to NXT. Right. <laughs> hey, so, Jack, What's tell that? me the backstory of Jungle Boy. The real backstory? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. I never came up with Jungle Boy. And um, I remember... Because I trained when I was younger, yeah. and then uh, when I got into middle school, I was ready to retire from wrestling, and I kind of got into other stuff. Yeah. Uh, like I, school. Yeah, girls and music and middle school itself, so I, uh, I kind of walked away from that, and uh, I ended up getting back into it kind of at the end of my high school, um, and I didn't know what to call myself. I wanted to have a, I wanted to have a different name, because I didn't want to use my real name. Right. And I, I remember they were asking me what they wanted my name to be, and I, I stole this guy's name off the Ultimate Fighter. And uh, <laughs> nice. it, was, it was just a random name. Yeah. Um, and so I, I used to get super wet. I would just, like, douse myself in water. And so I'm out there, my first match back, super wet in this little warehouse, and it was just, I didn't get a pop or anything when I came out, and it was really kind of awkward. <laughs> and I'm waiting for the other guy to come out, and I didn't know what to do. And uh, I'm a big Conor McGregor fan. Yeah. And I would always see that before his fights, he would kind of crouch down like a monkey a little bit. And I always thought that that's pretty cool. Like, if I saw someone waiting to run across and kick my ass sitting like that. Yeah. Probably, so I thought I'll just kind of crouch like that. And um, the pretty much the ring announcer, he just said, he's like, I get a nickname for you. And I said, okay, um, you know, whatever you want. And he pretty, he made up the Jungle Boy thing right there. And when I first heard it, I was like, this is it. so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe that you just did that to me. Well, because, I mean, if, yeah. if one might think, oh, that's a really, like, yeah. something like that you would name yourself if it was 1984, yeah, I, right? I get a lot exactly. of comments like that. Thing. But, no, it's cool, though. I well yeah because it's you yeah I'm so glad yeah. now because I I've ended up kind of adapting my style and everything to the name mm-hmm. um, yeah. but the thing I like about it now is it's just it's so different kind of from what everyone else is doing yeah. and um, you know I've I've got a lot of kind of grief about it over the years I've been not put on certain shows because people have thought the gimmick was too goofy and all that but. You know, it worked out. So but I'm, it's just, yeah. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a gimmick. It's just your name, man. Yeah, I mean, some people take it really too literally. I've had people tell me, like, oh, well, you know that uh, everyone knows you're not really from the jungle. So I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm really happy with how that's, how it's worked yeah, out. it's good shit. And I just, I like how the whole thing's pretty absurd and kind of extreme, yeah. but not... People like it. It I is like absurd, it. and that's yeah. the good part of it. Yeah, and the it's, thing is, it's also we're not taking ourselves too serious with it. Like, yeah. I feel like we're we're okay with you know kind of some self deprecation mm-hmm. you see on being the leader. Our yeah. segments are funny, but then in the ring, we want to actually have you know 
good matches mm-hmm. and really show that we we can go. It's not just yeah. a comedy act. And so, uh, you know, you guys put up videos, you know, like in fucking Whole Foods, that two and a yeah, half. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all great shit, man. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. It's like we're, we're okay yeah. with kind of just being... Absurd yeah. with the gimmick. Go on yeah. with it. Yeah, and there's there's little things like that, even just the way that you present yourself on Twitter, just like from the the perspective of this this dinosaur, you know? Yeah, and it's like my story is kind of similar to his, is that like I didn't like the name necessarily. People started chanting when I came out of Lucha Underground as Vibora, the snake guy. Yeah. The crowd just chanted it. Like that was the first day they were chanting Luchasaurus at me, and I was talking to my friend uh, Johnny Mundo, John Morrison. Yeah, and he's like, "Dude, you should just run with that on the Indies. You know, you're not, you don't have anything else going on right now that you're going to get some traction from Lucha Underground. Hopefully, so why don't you try to create it?" And I was like, "You know what? You're right." And the same thing. People thought it was too goofy. Sometimes I couldn't get booked because of it, but over time I stuck with it. I developed my yeah. character in the ring yeah. based on the name, and it's kind of like we've met with the same kind of thing at the right time. Yeah, and uh, and you're uh, and you really like you up in your game. You know, you specifically. Uh, yeah. I, I see what you're doing in there, and yeah. I see the work you put in, and uh, and I like you know um, you're uh, you're been training a lot in Taekwondo lately. Yes. You can really tell. Yeah, I do a lot of. Um, I, I like to. I hate being taught by anybody at yeah. this point in my life. I'm, I'm really bad at being coached. I will take suggestions from anybody, but when it comes to actual training, I need to be in charge of it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm just not motivated. Yeah. But when I am training myself, I will do it nonstop. And when I found uh, one of my friends who's a stunt guy, um, his name's Albert, uh, he does like, he's done Superman. One of the top stunt guys in Hollywood and he's one of my best friends. And when I tore my bicep at Lucha Underground, the next day, he came over and he said, hey, let me show you all these kick position drills from Taekwondo drills. And he yeah. just showed me, okay, do this, this, and this. And for the next three months, that's all I could do. And by the time I was healed, like I had this whole new offense mm-hmm. based on the Taekwondo. And it started letting me find better spots to put my gymnastics that I already had into yeah. matches. And I, all of a sudden, I started to figure it out for a monster character to make more sense. And yeah. as soon as I started clicking with that kind of stuff, it translated better f- to the audience. Yeah. I started out in Taekwondo as a kid, and that's like honestly... Um, uh, I wouldn't have made it in wrestling if I didn't have that background. Yeah. Obviously, right? You yeah. guys have seen, and uh, and I just the the kicks in Taekwondo are really like perfect for wrestling. They are. They're showy yeah. and they're safe. Yeah, <laughs> they can. They, they can't, can be well, a they can't be. too. Well, yeah, you, can, you can do whatever you want with the yeah, kick. But, but potentially you yeah. can you can control what you're doing and not concuss way more than like yeah. you know like Muay coming thai. in with just Muay Thai yeah. training. Yeah. Like you'll kill somebody. Oh yeah, which yeah. I've been hit with in the ring. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, so uh, talk no about um, you know you guys have s- some impressive showing so far. People mainly have seen you know um, the AEW stuff. Yeah. Like the, there was like a gaunt, like a t- it was you guys versus uh, help me out here. It, it was the Dark Order. Yeah, Dark and then, Order. Uh, Jack Evans and then Hell yeah, yeah, that was cool. You guys, um, you know, you know Jack Evans and lived with me in Mexico. Did you know that? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, I loved it. It was so cool <laughs> for me to be in there with Jack. Cause he's great. I've just been watching his things forever, and it was—he's a man. Yeah. yeah, and we hit him with this finishing move of ours. That he was the perfect guy to to do it to debut yeah. it, and everyone's loving the move. Mm-hmm. And he just—I, you know, going forward, you know, it's a really cool move, but no one, can, <laughs> no one can do what Jack can do with the move. <laughs> oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. hopefully, we can make it still as good as what Jack can do. He's one of the most talented guys, you know, yeah. I've been in there with. Hey, so talk to me about uh, any challenges you've had as a team uh, so far. You know what I mean? Putting the, you know, 
put matches together with other yeah, teams. Uh, that's the thing is, you know, when we we have very specific. I see him smiling. There must, he's thinking of something specifically. Oh, yeah. You know, we're not allowed. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll say this: it's um, there's a lot of responsibility um, when you're doing. Uh, Television, it's different from mm-hmm. indies, and yeah. you know you have to protect your character and still, you know, make sense of matches, make you know, but be make everyone happy. And it's, for me, it's difficult because I have this giant monster character that needs to do certain things. You know, the Undertaker, you know, he tells people, hey, you know, sorry, I, you know, I, won't, I can't take your moves. I might completely no sell them, and then I got to give you all my power moves. It's like yeah. it's a tough thing to go into a locker room and tell somebody. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you better get used to it. But you better get, yeah, I did it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. He, yeah, he's got to do it too. So you know, it's. So far, things have been actually great. You know, it's so how you do that. He goes, the office wants me working strong. Mm-hmm. Really sorry, you guys. That's <laughs> yeah. That's how it starts. The next thing you know, it's you know the whole locker rooms. You know, yeah. uh, but it's it's so far we haven't had we've only had one match at AEW, right? I think yeah, we've only, yeah. technically. So it hasn't. Yeah. We haven't gotten into any you know. Cra- and everyone's pretty cool at AEW. So, but you were both in the Battle Royal. We were yes. yes. You know, prior yeah. in the in the show yeah. before that. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, I was stressed out about that. Yeah. 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 Well, because it wasn't even a normal battle royal. It was like five people every five minutes. Yeah. And so um, it was kind of like a Royal Rumble. But that was yep. so stressful. How many people had so All many the different pieces. moving parts. Yeah, yeah. It was different moving parts. Time crunch. They had, you know, we were, we were running short of time. Mm-hmm. I, at the last second, was asked to do a lot more. And if one person, yeah. like, fucked something up. Uh, it could fucking have yeah. ramifications throughout the rest of the match moving forward. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, for that sure. That almost happened yeah. many times. Like, if someone didn't get Ripple eliminated. Ripple effect. Yeah, if you didn't eliminate people when they're supposed yeah. to, then good night. But the they, they had certain people. In, like Billy Gunn, for example, was in there the whole time just making, Helping the, making direct the traffic, flow. right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, and that's the thing. We needed that. And those are, those matches are really more difficult than I realized. And it's on TV. And it was the biggest audience I'd ever performed in front of. Yeah. So there's a lot of things going on in your head just trying to get it done and not um, make a fool out of yourself. Yeah. Well, one of the things I remember specifically about that show, yeah. I was there live, and when you guys came out, because you guys came out together during that portion, was automatically the thing that I noticed was the size difference between mm. you guys, and everybody kind of just had that moment in the audience where they were like, whoa, like that's a really, you know, like it's a big difference, and I thought that's one of the things that attracted people right away at that specific day, and then one of the things I noticed also too was the crowd reaction to you yeah. during that match was really, really incredible as well, yeah. so like it was a lot of different things that I think uh sort of intertwined together but i want to kind of know with you guys sort of you know going out there and talking about being a part of like the biggest show that you guys have done what do you attribute those positive crowd reactions that you guys are getting to Ooh, what do you think um you know i think i think it's it's partially because it's so different but it's yeah. something that like uh I, we're kind of appealing to the little kid in everybody, I think. And yeah. it's just something that's so... Wrestling is kind of so... what it, It's, like, so serious in a lot of ways. And everyone's, like, just a straight-on badass, like, ass kick or whatever. And this is just... I think everyone, everyone wants to see a dude riding a dinosaur. It's sick. We've all thought about that. And um, it's just fun. Yeah, and I think that's what you what we said before. Is like the, the gimmick is kind of absurd, but it's absurd in a way that you you want to watch it. Yeah. And then what is lo- I think as long as we get into the ring where we actually can perform and do it well, then it's like okay, I really want to root for this because it's so different and so fun. Wait, they're doing good in the ring now. I'm now I'm 100 yeah. percent sold. Yeah. So there's an interplay of both. So I, I take it seriously to make sure that our performances are always really on point and. We do the best work we can with the characters and make the most sense of it. But 
all the fun character stuff is so different, like you said, from anything else on the show. Yeah. And we want to just keep exploring that and creating things in different ways to get people to feel like it's Disneyland or and, something. And, uh, you know, um, about your question, Denise, like, honestly, I think that's what... That's why you get the reactions you get is because of the character work that yeah. you've done and the you know, um, you know just uh, the p it's resonating with the people and that's how that's why like yeah. that, I mean that's what it takes. Uh, being, you know? being part of that of that battle royal on such a big stage, did you guys feel any pressure as far as like AEW kind of being untested by that point? Um, oh yeah, I mean there was definitely I I wanted to definitely sh- show what I could do a little bit because I was kind of a late addition to it and there was not necessarily a talk of us teaming together yet and we really believed in it at this point and we wanted to at least get some time in there together and have a moment to let them know wow this could be a really cool thing and I think yeah. we got that across with yeah. the limited time we had and that yeah. that was my goal is just to make sure that me and him did something so that people could see the interaction and the chemistry yeah we went in there with like a whole. We had, a whole plan. We, we had a whole battle royal of our own plan. Yeah, that didn't work go. Out. And then uh, we get we had to narrow it down to one thing, but nice. it, it was cool. It was um, I was we were talking about it the other day, but we I feel like we kind of changed the course of events there because I don't I don't know if we would have been a team or what, but after we had that moment, it was kind of solidified. I think so they that, yeah. so maybe um, do you think that they weren't necessarily married on the idea of you guys being a team, but you guys. You know, yeah. I mean, we had a little bit some? of discussion about it. Yeah. But it was, there was no like kind of concrete uh, anything. Yeah. But I think then when we had that moment and got that reaction, I think they saw that this is good. Yeah. Gonna after go Double or Nothing, I was probably gonna my next showing with them was probably when TV started. Like they were gonna yeah. wait and start building my character on its own, and then all of a sudden I got the call saying, "Hey, we want you to all the events." And it was like, you know, we put out those vignettes too. Like we followed up Double or Nothing with like the supermarket little yes. funny vignette, mm-hmm. and a couple other ones yeah. coming out of the car we were driving, and like yeah. those just took off so much online with the fans. And AEW's listening to the fans in a lot of ways on these things, which no yes. companies really ever done before and everyone wanted to see it so bad they're like all right we're gonna have them come out with jungle boy at this show okay you guys are teaming at this show and it's just kept on picking up steam thanks yeah. thanks to them listening hey so um have you guys uh watched watched the footage back and picked it all apart and i did this this way we need to work on this this oh this was great How yeah, about, you I, know we need to keep doing that every time i mean how's that process i usually watch the stuff at, like the same night if i can yeah um uh, yeah, we'll go back to the hotel and I'll send him clips and all that. Yeah, we, most of our texts are talks about moves or sending clips or whatever. But we're uh, we've only really tagged what is it like two times? Yeah, three we, times. We had a couple like three three people matches or six man tags. Oh yeah, it was um, or we even had a match where it was a four way between us. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But we have only had like actually a concrete tag versus two. Actually, we've only had one. Concrete tag match versus yeah. two versus two, straight yeah. up. Well, well so I, I look forward to, you know, once you guys actually yeah, start was... having, you know, more and more matches, seeing yeah. like how tight you guys get as a team, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's the goal. Well, considering one of the things that AEW has is a lot of talented tag teams, you know, yes. we can name uh, we can name a few. So now I want to know for you guys that, you know, you guys only have had so many matches as a tag team together do you guys feel pressure in terms of standing out in comparison to some of the other teams and who are some of the other teams that you guys kind of want to get ready to like roll with and start working with 
Ooh, well, I mean, obviously, we'd love to wrestle the Young Bucks. I mean, yeah. that's like the goal there at AEW is to have the match with uh, you know the team. Uh, but I don't think we feel any pressure now. I think once we got that first tag out of the way and we've had such a great response and the crowd's so eager to see us, I feel good about it. I'm just excited to show them what else we've got in store at this point. Yeah. So you guys do have some more tricks that you haven't done uh, yet. Oh, yeah. We, but we've barely done any moves. Yeah. <laughs> we have so many ideas for matches. Yeah. Moves out the wazoo. Yeah. we got too many. <laughs> Yeah, we got to we got to start narrowing it down. I one of my friends that we we try them all on. He's he's you know he's going to yeah. be hurting for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Our little friend B minus, who's a local wrestler. Oh who's, yeah, he's coming up. You know, I, I train. He, he trains with me. I got to credit him too. Like he he shows up every week and like lets me kick him in the face like a hundred yeah. times. If it wasn't for that, I would not be where I was in the ring with some of my offense. So, so he he's been at every open ring I've ever gone to anywhere ever. Oh, that's all he does twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. So. he's a nonstop. He's just he just trains nonstop. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, that's cool to be minus. Yeah, be okay. minus, man. He's so man. one of the things, obviously, is that AEW is super hot right now, and people are talking about them, and that's what you hear about on social media and wrestling news sites and all of that. So I want to know, what is the vibe with the talent backstage, knowing that they're a part of something that is, you know, very talked about right now? Yeah. Well, I've been in a lot of locker rooms um, that are like TV locks. I've been in, like, you know, NXT's locker yeah. room. I've been in uh, Lucha Underground. I, I did our Ring of Honor stuff. I did Impact. So I've been around right now. And the vibe in the AEW locker room has really been my favorite. I'm not just saying that because I'm working there. But it's just, it's so relaxed. I have so many friends from uh, across the wrestling world that have kind of come together now at this time, which is really cool. I get to see them. So I, I've never been in such a, like, non-political locker room. You know, yeah. at least so far. It's, yeah, it's, well, you know, who knows what you know when things ha- start happening. But yeah. so far, it's been very Unfortunately, relaxing. Unfortunately, like you know, as the company grows, it's hard to avoid that stuff. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I mean, it's just that's just part of the business. But I mean, um, it's that's just the way it is, man. And, yeah. But I, I, it can be, it. I don't know. I. I it doesn't have to be as cutthroat as it was in the past. Well, for sure. That's yeah. all. You know? I hope. <laughs> I, I don't imagine. I don't know. For me, the, the way I summarize it, people ask me that kind of like, what's it like? And um, I kind of, I was just saying, like, you know, the Young Bucks are my bosses. And mm-hmm. that kind of tells you what, I remember I was asking, I think it was Nick the other day. I was like, I don't know, man. Do you think I should do this flip off the apron? And he's like, yep. <laughs> it's it's cool, man. Oh yeah, it's they never cool say it's too much. Yeah, so you don't got a bunch of old fucks going. Oh, less is more. Yeah, back yeah. in my day. Yeah, he's like, no, nah, man, that's sick. Do it. So it's it's just a cool environment, man. Yeah. It's fun, and um, you know, we'll see how it changes over time. But I th- I think we have a really good. I think with the Bucks and Cody and Kenny, I think they're mm-hmm. just we have all the yeah. right people pushing in the right direction. So yeah, yeah. I like I like the uh, I like the fact that it's all. Fresh mind, you know. I mean, mind you, like okay, you got uh, like Arns around, yeah. and you know, there's some guys there with the old school, like you know, experience and you know all of that. Yeah. But I mean, really, it's all fresh ideas. It's fresh ideas. You know? When you get some of that old school um, with the fresh ideas, yeah. that's when you start really creating some great yeah. new things because mm-hmm. we're doing the new school stuff. But they remind us of the little details uh, that sometimes get lost in the new school that yes. can be very important still. Yeah. So it's working out so far, been great. Hey, so anything else? Yeah. Oh, Patai, you want to go first? Oh, yeah. Something? I was I was going to ask. I mean, you mentioned your, your history with reality TV. Yeah. Did you, when that happened, did you sort of catch any flack? How did that sort of affect your your career? Uh, it's kind of been completely separate, really. Uh, the, the reality stuff, I kind of did after um, NXT when 
I was injured, and I didn't think I was going to wrestle again. It was 2013 when I left, 14 when I left uh, wrestling, and at that point it was still like the indies were starting to get big, but it wasn't to the point where you felt like you had a career there. Yeah. So it kind of, at least for me, when I left there, I was like, okay, it's either WWE or there's nothing. That was the mentality of a lot of guys there. Like you felt like if you didn't have it here, you're not going to have a wrestling career, and it was it was scary. So then I went and did reality, and afterwards I thought, there's no way I'm getting back into wrestling. I'm just too far behind. But then I got a shot with Lucha Underground, who had the similar producers as Big Brother, even though they didn't really help me because mm-hmm. they wanted to create this whole new character for me and get me away from all the, the Big Brother sure. NXT stuff. So it's been separate. But once I got back in, it was like I still get recognized from the show in airports in and stuff, airport, but yeah. it's more or less it's kind of the wrestling is a different crowd. It's mm-hmm. a different crowd. It's a different focus. So it hasn't really affected it anymore. And it's let me kind of have perspective, too, of, like, two different worlds, um, both in entertainment and still ways of approaching an audience. And I think it's just helped me as a performer, honestly, mm-hmm. in different ways that I would never have imagined. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, one of the things I wanted to ask, just going back really quick to AEW, was separating yourself as a talent, as a wrestler, but more as a fan of wrestling. What is it that you guys want to see or would like to see, you know, on weekly television for AEW? You know, um, for me, I get it's. I, I don't watch wrestling anymore. Um, I kind of got tired of the product, I guess, that I was watching. I think it's just fresh, and whether it's kind of the stories or the the moves that people are doing, it's just it's so different than what's been out there. And um, you know, I think it has all the right things that people have been missing. And it's just, there's kind of just this like there's this energy in the air there that I can't really explain, but it's. Everything's fresh and it's new, and I think that's, I think that's everything you can ask for, kind of. Hey Jack, yeah. um, when you say I don't watch wrestling anymore, are you referring to just like the, what's on TV right now? Because like, I mean, do you follow like what's going? On? You know, okay, if there's a great match between Osprey and Okada or or something like that, man, yeah, I don't, how I don't, do you keep? How do you make sure you're? I, you know, it's funny because it was actually it was like. Uh, Kenny Omega and Cody and the Bucks who got yeah. me actually back into watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. I, I watch a lot of like clips and I don't watch. Okay. But a so ton it's of, not that you don't that yeah. you don't know what the fuck's going yeah, on. But right? I, I I never sit down. Uh, oh, Ross coming Tuesday. on! I better get yeah. home. Yeah. And watch Ross. Yeah, okay. I haven't done that in a while. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought I, that's uh, what you meant. But I yeah, wouldn't yeah. want people to think that. Oh no, no, I watch. You know watch, what I mean? That you don't follow the craft. No, no, but I I don't I don't watch the show. I guess as it is, and that's what I'm comparing this to. But I don't. Yeah, I think being backstage at a Double or Nothing and he, seeing that wrestling and hearing Jared's voice, it was crazy because that reminded me of when I used to love to watch yeah. and what it was like for me back then. So to be a part of that and like hopefully to just recapture that kind of energy. Hey, was that a fan? Like, I mean, I know your dad was really supportive yeah. of, of your career, but was that something you guys did as a family, watch wrestling? Yeah, for sure. He used to, yeah, he would take me to the show. Like the whole family or just you two? Uh, it was mainly us, but my sister got mm-hmm. into it. And every, I mean, every, my family, my whole family is pretty supportive. So yeah. when I kind of was like full on into it, everyone was into it a bit. But yeah. Um, yeah, we used to go to the shows and watch TV and so. So yeah. Do you have any memories of as a child, like meeting different people and like? Yeah, the first time I went, we went. He took me to like a RAW in Anaheim somewhere, yeah. and I remember I was a little kid then, but I remember just seeing these how huge these people were, yeah. and I couldn't believe it. And I remember. Uh, I remember actually it was one of the... My dad met Dusty Rhodes there. 
And he full, he was like nervous and shaking. Yeah. He said, he's like, this is probably the only person I've ever been this nervous to meet. Yeah. And That's I, what he said when I met your dad at, in San Francisco. Yeah. Because he was telling Cody that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, I yeah. mean, that was crazy for me to see. Kind yeah. Of, but, um, yeah, we used to go. We went some in Nashville and all that. Yeah. Place. When R- Rory Carp was on, like, not too long ago, yeah. he was sharing some stories about, yeah. you know, uh, you know, your dad's love for wrestling. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. he was into it. Yeah. So, um, well, you know, we're coming to the end of the show here. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to add? Yeah, I want to talk about uh, Battle of Los Angeles. Oh, please. Oh, just yeah. announced. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Your right. thoughts? How do you feel? Uh, I'm excited. I don't. I kind of don't know what to expect because uh, PWG is already so crazy it is, as it is. So three days of it, I'm mm-hmm. going to be dead after. Yeah, it's just a different, like, type, like okay, and say, you know, your normal... Uh, show like you you have matches and okay the first match is is yeah. an opening match yeah. and right it has the elements of an yeah. opening yeah, match yeah. and then the show builds PWG it's the first match is yeah. balls to the wall just like the fucking main event yeah everyone's going out there just you know and it's just it's it's a every match is is, is work like that yeah that's yeah. that's been cool for me to. Uh... It's kind of pushed me and shown me how to... Yeah. I remember the first time I wrestled Joey Janela, I was really nervous because pretty much every match he has is like a PWG match. Yeah. And I kind of didn't... I didn't know if I could go like that the whole way. Mm-hmm. And um, But he, he brought it out of me, and it kind of... PWG, and that it's, it's all kind of shown me that I can, I can hang with that kind yeah. of stuff, so... Do you well, get nervous? Like, when yeah. you go out there, you're like, oh, I know they're oh, expecting yeah, the world of me, and yeah. this last match just mm-hmm. killed it. I know no. that the next match is going to kill it. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually puking before yep. we go out there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I always say I, I hate it right before. I always want to quit. Um, it's the worst part. It's right before you go through the crowd. I'm like, I, I can know. relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it gets better, but you're still going to have that. If, yeah. if that's just the type of yeah. person you are, like, it's something you're going to have to deal with forever. Yeah. As soon as I go out the curtain, it's good. And yeah. I'm so happy. It's, it's my favorite place to be. But right before, I always, I always tell me this is the last time I'm doing this. I'm going to hate this. <laughs> All right. Let's well, get cool. the hell out of here. Yeah. Hey, what else? Look, what, what's before we go? Or any, you want to share any, uh, you know, you guys have a PW? Pro Wrestling T store, how does that work? Oh, yeah. For, for oh, yeah. merch and all that. Plugs in. Yeah. I think it's on the AW. Um I think it's on the Pro Wrestling T Pro Wrestling, yeah. yeah. Under yeah. AEW's um, merch. Um but yeah, Buenos Dinosaur, look it up. Yeah. I think you'll be able to find uh, yeah. some good shit. Social there. media uh what's your social media handle share with the people? Uh I'm at boy underscore myth underscore legend, um, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, uh, my Instagram is now Luchasaurus. Yeah. Uh, my Twitter's still Judas Draven. It will be Luchasaurus mm-hmm. soon. We're working on that. Uh, it's, you know, that's what they do. So, cool. Yeah. Well, hey, real quick, get the social <laughs> yeah. media yeah. shit out. Real quick, guys, don't forget to follow us at xpop12360show, xpop12360. Don't forget to check us out and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor. We're all over the place. Make sure to check us out. Uh, you can find me at Ty Matthews PMA Twitter Instagram. All right. Well, you guys, I don't even need. To, I'm not even going to tell you my social. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, I, but I, I, but I, I'm grateful that you guys tuned in today. And uh, and Jack uh, Luchasaurus. Yeah. Who do you want me to call you on here, Austin? You can call me Austin. All right. Anyways, I really appreciate yeah. you guys taking the time to come in today. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Awesome, yeah. Appreciate it, man. Us. And I really I, I enjoy your stuff. I'm a fan of you guys, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys uh, have for us thank in, store in the future. All right, everyone. That, See you right here next week.
executive producers, Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Sean Waltman, and the entire X-Pac 12360 staff, thank you for tuning in to X-Pac 12360.